Hi, I'm Sam Hawley. This is ABC News Daily. Why would any Prime Minister have themselves sworn in to multiple ministries and keep it secret from basically everyone? Scott Morrison says it was for the good of the Australian people who saw him as being responsible for everything. But does that really fit the facts? Today, Insiders host David Spears on what we're learning now about the motives of the man who was our leader for almost four years. David Spears, yesterday around mid-morning, we learned that Scott Morrison is going to hold a press conference. Yes, and much anticipation around what he might have to say. This, of course, coming after days of intense coverage Mm -hmm. over, well, the secret ministries we now know he'd sworn himself into. Uh, Scott Morrison's home was surrounded by cameras uh, standing on the driveway, so I think He wanted to make this a bit of a circuit breaker by holding a press conference and answering uh, as many questions as he could. Happy to take your questions. Mr Morrison. Andrew. Andrew. I'll get round everybody. We've got plenty of time. Why did you deceive... Let's unpack now this press conference. Well, he wanted to give context, uh, kept talking about the storm, the tempest, the difficult times that were faced during the pandemic. You're standing on the shore after the fact... I was steering the ship in the middle of the tempest. So I appreciate And then he wanted to defend and explain why he'd made these rather extraordinary decisions. Well, two things really, explain why he'd made them and then secondly, why he'd kept all of this secret including not just from voters but from his own cabinet colleagues whose ministerial roles he was swearing himself into. On the first aspect of this why he did it, well there were two main reasons. The first was that there was the risk of a minister being knocked over by COVID, being incapacitated. And fair enough, that was a real risk. I'm saying they were two different sets of circumstances. There was emergency powers, which I had put in place, that were dealing with pandemic arrangements. I should note, however, uh, that we have in our Westminster system provisions that apply in these situations. Acting ministers can be appointed immediately if someone is sick or Mm. unable to do their job. I mean, don't forget... We had a serving Prime Minister in Harold Holt who went missing entirely and you simply have the Deputy Prime Minister become the Acting Prime Minister. That provision is there. It's you know, we, we all have seen it in operation. The second reason he gave, I thought, was more revealing as to why he felt the need to swear himself into uh, these roles. And this goes to the powers that certain ministers hold, unilateral decision-making powers. Because in all the portfolios that I sought to have these authorities put in place. They were portfolio areas where ministers could exercise unilateral decisions without reference to Cabinet. Like the Home Affairs Minister, like the Treasurer, uh, like the uh, the Health Minister, certainly under the Biosecurity Act, and the Finance Minister. Mm. And it struck me that Scott Morrison has a real problem with these unilateral decision-making powers. He wanted himself, albeit secretly, to have those backup or reserve powers, as he put it himself, in case, as he said it, uh, one of these ministers made a unilateral decision that was a threat to the national interest. Or some threat to the national interest as a result of unilateral action by an individual, then in those circumstances, the Prime Minister had the ability 
to take responsibility and to take action. Now, I'm very, very... Now, that suggests he didn't entirely trust them with those unilateral powers. And once again, under our Westminster system, if a Prime Minister doesn't trust a minister to hold those powers, don't give them those powers. Put someone else in that role. Yeah, as because he chose those ministers himself. So it's clear, Spezia, as this press conference continues on, he's really digging in and justifying, I guess, why he's done this. Yeah, he kept uh, uh, playing that that card, I suppose, that uh, everyone expected him to be responsible and he was ultimately responsible as Prime Minister, that that somehow justified what he'd done here in secret. Whose idea was it that to, for you to be sworn into the five portfolio this way? Were you advised by someone that you should do this or was this your idea? I believed it was a prudent, responsible action in the middle of a crisis to have these emergency powers in place to ensure that I could exercise the expectations of my responsibilities, which I remind you was put to me on a daily basis by members of the media, by the opposition, constantly telling me that I as Prime Minister was responsible pretty much for every single thing that was going on. Every drop of rain, every strain of the virus, everything that occurred over that period of time. Look, in relation to the secrecy, uh, he said he'd he'd kept this from his ministers because he didn't want them going about their daily business any different to what they were doing. He was concerned that this could have been misconstrued, misunderstood, undermined the confidence uh, of, 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 of the ministers. You know, it looks I, like you didn't have the courage no, to tell them. I, I did what I thought was necessary in the national interest to ensure the government continued to perform well, which it did. Well, again, if he didn't think they could handle it or the voters could handle it, that tells us a lot about how much uh, you know trust Scott Morrison had both in the electorate and his own cabinet here. So, you know, while he was making no apologies, apart from that apology for any offence that might have been caused to his ministers by not telling them. He certainly wasn't uh, apologising for taking these decisions. There were no backward steps at all from the former Prime Minister. Okay, so he defends not telling his ministers, keeping this information secret from them and from the public, basically. So he's done this really unprecedented thing. He's sworn himself into five ministries. He's told his colleagues it's all for the good of the Australian people and that he never actually ended up using any of these extra powers anyway. And he never, he says, he never acted illegally. And were done lawfully. They were done lawfully. And uh, those reserve powers were in place, those emergency powers were in place if they were needed. Thankfully, they were not. So then is, is that... Well, there is no suggestion of illegality here, although not yet anyway. The current Prime Minister, Anthony Albanese, is waiting for some legal advice from the Solicitor General on this. He'll receive that, he expects, on Monday. So we'll see what comes of that. Mm -hmm. But you're right, Scott Morrison uh, has defended uh, the, the decisions that he made here on the grounds that he never had to use these powers. He says that shows that this was responsible and handled appropriately, except in one circumstance. Now, he did intervene as resources minister over the top of the existing resources minister, Keith Pitt, in relation to this PEP 11 gas project off the east coast of, uh, of, of Sydney and the central coast of New South Wales uh, and, and Newcastle. to do with the pandemic. It had to do with ensuring that a, a, a full consideration was done 
on that matter by the Prime Minister, which, which I did and which I suspect the people who live on the New South Wales Central Coast and um, Hunter Coast and, and the northern beaches of New South Wales will be forever grateful for. Um, now, he intervened there very clearly because he didn't believe Keith Pitt was going to make the right decision in the national interest, some might say, in the political interests of saving a string of Liberal-held marginal seats that ended up going to Teal independence anyway. Um, but, you know, that one exception to his defence as to you know, not using these powers, again, undermines his whole argument. Mm, because what, Speezy, does the resources sector and that project have to do with the pandemic? Because I thought his whole argument was that he had to take these extra powers because of the pandemic. Well, it's got nothing to do with mm. the pandemic. And in fairness, Scott Morrison isn't mm. arguing that it did. He said all of the other decisions were pandemic-related. This one was not. What it tells us is that he had the initial advice from his then Attorney General Christian Porter that he could do this at the start of the pandemic, uh, sign himself up as as health minister uh, alongside or along with Greg Hunt. After that, Christian Porter, we're told, wasn't aware of uh, how that uh, power, that authority was then used by Scott Morrison to encroach on all of these other portfolio areas. That was done basically at his imprimatur along with his office and the advice of the Department of Prime Minister and Cabinet as well. Um, and then he obviously thought it would be a good idea to use that in the resources portfolio to stop this project that he feared his minister, Keith Pitt, uh, was going to uh, approve. Um, again, if he thought his minister was going to make the wrong decision in the national interest, surely you dismiss that minister and appoint someone else. So this press conference, it goes for about 40 minutes. It's pretty combative. Is there anything else in it that jumps out to you? You know, he was also asked, would you do it again? And he seemed to be a little stumped on that. He said it was a good question. It's a good question. And it's one that I think particularly those going forward will need to reflect on because I don't intend to be in a position where I will be. Uh, he said, you know, no, if he had his time over, he wouldn't, he couldn't really say. And I think the way that I would do them at another time, well, I think that would be informed by my experience. Why couldn't I remember? He made the point there was no guidebook here, that he was having to make these decisions, uh, you know, in an unprecedented environment. Um, but even there, he couldn't bring himself to acknowledge um, the anger that this has caused within his own ranks or within the ranks of the coalition, he couldn't bring himself to offer any sort of apology and not much contrition either. Mm, okay. So Scott Morrison, he's held this press conference, he's taken questions from the press and he's really dug in. There's no apology forthcoming from him. He says there's no way he's going to resign, Spearsy. So what happens now? Well, we're yet to see what will come from the legal advice from the Solicitor General. Mm -hmm. uh, we're yet to see whether the, the Labor government will launch a broader inquiry into all of this and what may emerge through that and to who knew what and when and whether indeed there were any other occasions where Scott Morrison did use these ministerial powers beyond that gas exploration decision. Mm -hmm. He says he doesn't believe there were. That seemed to sound a little vague, so perhaps more might come to light on that front. In, in the meantime, right now, uh, he intends to, um, you know, uh, as he put it, be a quiet Australian on the backbench. But as a former Prime Minister, I intend to go on being a quiet Australian in the Shire and in St George, doing my job as a local member. And I would ask you to respect the privacy of my family. And, uh, and uh, when we're out and about doing things as a family or down the Sharkies, seeing them make the semi-finals. All the best. Thank you.
David Spears is the host of Insiders. This episode was produced and mixed by Chris Dengate. Additional production by Sydney Peed. Our supervising producer is Stephen Smiley. I'm Sam Hawley. ABC News Daily will be back again tomorrow. You can find all our episodes of the podcast on the ABC Listen app. To get in touch with the team, email us on abcnewsdaily abc.net.au. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to an ABC podcast. Discover more great ABC podcasts, live radio and exclusives on the ABC Listen app.